What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. In this episode, I'm going to be doing a special open letter to Crystal Kung Minkoff, where I'm going to dive into the real reality of race and the understanding of trauma. And we're going to talk about how I believe that Crystal is actually representing the stereotypes of millennials that are invalidating the experience of people of color in actual racist and problematic situations. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Wait a fucking minute. Hold on. Guys, I, I I am sitting here doing a I'm taking notes for my HCU roundup that I'm getting ready to record with Bravo by Barb. And I'm re-watching the first episode of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 12 finale. And this segment with Crystal has me so infuriated, so incinerated, so angry that I could not wait to come on and do my HCU roundup. I had to do a special episode of the podcast just for her. This is an open letter to Crystal Kung Minkoff because there are some points that I want to address with you about some things that you said in the reunion that are gross, deplorable, infuriating, and completely contradictory to the stance that you're trying to take as a woman of color. And as a black person, you have me very upset very upset. Listen, I've tried to have your back because there are points that you've made that I can agree with, but then you come and you cover that with so much other bullshit that doesn't make any sense that it makes me go sideways with you because it's hard to justify. Listen, this is where I go sideways with you, Crystal, because it's hard to justify invalidating someone's trauma, but what you said about Sutton was categorically not racist. And you try to use the word experience and trauma to try to cover that what you're saying is just not true. Where's the line between acknowledging something triggering and over-dramatizing? Because I feel like you are trying to coat something that has nothing to do with the point that you're trying to make and make it something bigger because you can insert something like racism into it when it's not that. As a black person, Crystal's experience, Crystal, your experience, I'm speaking directly to you. Crystal, your experience with Sudden is extremely frustrating to me as a black person because when you're saying What you're saying is you feel what Sutton said in the conversation was dark, but simultaneously saying that she didn't say anything dark. That is contradictory. You can't sit here and say that 
she said something problematic, but didn't say that she didn't say anything that was dark. You can say that that conversation felt dark without saying what she said was specifically dark. And that is what you did. And you're trying to conflate the two things as the same. And it's not okay. What she said and what she is saying she means is two completely polar opposite things. And Crystal, you're dead ass wrong for it. Because what you're saying is that Crystal said, is that Sutton said something problematic. What you're saying is that she said something that was racist. But yet when you're directly asked that question, you're saying no, the experience you felt from the conversation was dark and problematic. But that's not what's coming out of your mouth. What's coming out of your mouth is exactly what these women are saying that you're denying. And it's not okay. And it's pissing me off because you are using the word experience to get out of owning the shit that you're saying. And how it doesn't make any sense. You say you didn't want them to think she said something racist. But you specifically said Sutton said something problematic on the show. You specifically sat here and said that what she said on the show was problematic and dark and it was worse than da-da-da-da-da and all of this type of stuff. And they specifically said to you that you're leaving the door open to think that Sutton said something racist. Yet you are sitting here and denying that experience. You're denying their experience hearing what you're saying. Because you are trying to coat what you're saying in this narrative that does not align with the shit that you're saying at all. And it's pissing me off because you're really muddying the conversation around race. And it's so frustrating because I feel like you are representing the stereotype of millennials that leads to invalidating the value of someone's experience in actual racist and problematic situations. The shit that you're saying, you're representing the stereotype that invalidates when black people stand up for themselves, when white people use microaggressions, or when other races use microaggressions. It's it's shit like what you're saying that allows people like Diana to get away with the shit that she does when she gaslights Garcelle. It's shit like that. It's It's shit like what you're saying. And once again, as a person of color, it pisses me the fuck off. And you know what? I hate to say that because it's situations like this right here, this situation with Sutton that makes Kyle calling her dramatic make perfect sense. Make perfect sense. Dorit made all of this come together when she said that that Crystal said something to justify what she said, what... Crystal said what she said about Sutton saying something dark and problematic to justify what she said when Garcelle called her out about no matter what she said, she would have jumped down Sutton's throat. Crystal wanted to to defend herself, so she wanted to make Sutton look worse. So she dug her heels in, and when she's being directly confronted about it, she's backpedaling and pussy-popping, and she's trying to make it something else, and she's using racism to conflate the issues as something that it's not. You cannot use racism to conflate your contradiction. You cannot do that. And by the way, Requesting Michael Jackson is not problematic. 
It's not. Requesting Phil Spector is problematic. That's who's problematic. You want to know why? That man was actually convicted of murder. That man was actually convicted of the things that he was being held accused of. You cannot condemn someone accused of accusations as being guilty and now saying that associating with with them is problematic when they have not been held guilty, especially when they've never been found guilty or proven true of doing it. Because I, I say those two things separately for a reason. Just because somebody is is not found guilty doesn't mean that they that, that it can't be proven true that they did it double jeopardy is a real thing and also you can be acquitted criminally and found guilty civilly so just because you may have not been found guilty in the in the court of law does not mean that you can't be proven true of of doing something right but michael jackson was never found guilty nor proven true of doing anything that he was ever accused of he was in fact acquitted so i just and then the accusations that you're talking about were re-brought up by people who specifically said that Listen, the point of what I'm trying to say has nothing to actually do with my do with Michael Jackson. What I'm actually saying is that you are trying to condemn somebody's character, career and and character as a person because they were accused of something, not because they were found guilty or true of doing it. That you could insert any name into that position and my point would still stand. I believe that doing that is problematic. You want to know why? Because the justice system has held so many black men in prison on false charges with that same thinking. There have been so many people held in prison on charges that they did not commit all because they either wouldn't fit a profile or or because they were accused and it looks like and they fit the type of person who could do it or it was or like you can't sit here and you 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 can't do that. Because what if the people who come back out and said later, what if they change their story again? What if they change their story again and was just like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I made it up. Look at the Emmett Till story, Crystal. Look at the Emmett Till story. That's all I'm going to say to you. Actually, that's not all I'm going to say to you, but that's why I where I'll leave that point because for you to say that for you to say that that it's problematic to request Michael Jackson because he was accused of something you're feeding into the same behavior that you want to call these women out for and it's fucking disgusting you're feeding into the same narrow-minded stereotypical judgmental behavior that you are calling these women out for holding you to because you are blatantly contradicting yourself i don't you cannot speak for me 
as a person of color because the shit that you do and the shit that you said is problematic as fuck. What you are doing is problematic as fuck on this show. Crystal, what you don't realize is that doing the show and signing on to the show is two different things. That's what you need to realize because you want to sit here and get mad and raise your voice with Kyle when what you're doing is contradicting yourself. You're saying two different things. You're, you're, you're sitting here saying something and then immediately two minutes later when somebody asks you about what you just said, you're backpedaling. It's the exact same thing of what you did to Sutton with the racist comment. And it's the same thing that you tried to do with Kyle when you tried to bring up her home being broken into, which was vile and disgusting, by the way. You're trying to make two completely separate things either completely different or exactly the same to fit a point that you're trying to prove based on the smallest points. Kyle was right to say that you were gaslighting when she said that that she felt like you were gaslighting this situation with Sutton because you were. That's directly what you were doing and I'm seeing it as this reunion played out. You blatantly contradict yourself and then get mad when people call you out on it for not knowing what you meant or for not knowing what would make what you're saying okay. And it's infuriating because you expect people to just know what you mean even though what you say out of your mouth completely contradicts what what you try to say you meant later on. And as a woman of color, the way that you displayed yourself in the first part of this reunion is fucking deplorable. It is deplorable. As a black person, I am disgusted with the way that you tried to defend matters of race in this situation. I am making this podcast and this episode and this statement an open letter to you so that I hope that you listen to this and you hear how you represented people of color was shameful. Shameful. Because you cannot sit here and try to hold people to standards that you don't want to be held to. What you need to do is take a hard look in the mirror and take accountability for the positions that you put yourself in Because the problem is, is that you make good points, but then you invalidate them with the shit that you add on top of it. You can have a good point about something in general, but then you create this entire story and this entire narrative around it that doesn't make any sense. Or you will sit here and make points that are completely contradictory to to the shit that you say you believe. The way that you represented people of color in this situation was deplorable. And I don't understand who or what told you that this was okay, but you need to start talking to more people of color when you want to sit here and take these bold stances under the context of defending people of color. I am disgusted because you've invalidated every single one of your points and every Everything I stood with you on last season when you were saying, are you that girl? I stood with you on that, but you turned around and you invalidated it because you want to sit here and you don't take accountability for the fact that you don't want to look a certain way. 
You don't want to take accountability for the fact that you say things. You are the one that's actually clumsy with your words, Crystal. You are actually the one that is clumsy with your words. And it is deplorable and it is disgusting. And I don't know who the hell you think you are or what the fuck you think you're doing. But you're not going to sit here and stand on, a, stand on a national platform and defend people of color like this. I will not allow it. I will not allow it. You will not discredit the value of my experience as an actual African-American person, as an actual person who suffers racism. You will not use the bullshit on this show to try to tangle the conversation of race. You will not. I will not have it. I don't know what, who you are having these conversations with, but... You are an Asian woman married to a white man. You need to go and speak to some actual people of color. You need to have a deeper conversation with Garcelle about what it is actually like to experience racism, to experience issues of race. Because what you sound like is a stereotypical ass millennial who is trying to pull every woke card you can to call these women out. And it's bullshit. You need to sit down and have a real conversation with Garcelle about what racism is like. Because how you present yourself on this show, you sound like somebody who's never really experienced racism. That's what it feels like. It feels like you are somebody who has never actually experienced racism before. And I am not going to sit here and let somebody who seems to be uninformed about the actual logistics of racism and nuance and microaggression sit here and try to stand on a national platform and sit in front of white women and try to have a real conversation. Leave it to Garcelle. Leave it to Garcelle. Because what you have done is messy. And I'm glad what I'm about to say is going to sound fucked up, but I'm going to explain it. I'm glad that the audience already doesn't like you so that they won't position you as the voice of millennials speaking on race. I feel like if the audience liked you, what you said on this reunion would penetrate a lot further than just the people who are sitting here paying attention to what you're actually saying. I'm glad that the audience already doesn't like you so that this type of shit won't sit here and become an actual narrative. I'm glad that there are people like Garcelle on this show to invalidate the shit that you're saying and to debunk the bullshit that, that you're trying to say. Because Garcelle, I'm glad that they let her have her voice and sit here and say that she kept trying to tell you. What did she say? What did she say? What did she say? What did she say? And you kept saying she said something dark. She said something problematic. Those were your words specifically. And you sat here and got on this reunion. And when they asked you, did you want us to believe that you that Sutton said something racist? You sat here and said no. And then tried to push off everything that you said she said specifically out of her mouth on the entire vibe of the conversation. I pointed out two different times outside of that in this conversation where you have tried to complete, conflate two completely separate things as equal or different based on how you feel you want it to penetrate the conversation. 
And if you want to add another time in there, the shit that you sat here and said about the wimp, about the the women getting mad at you when you signed on to, to the show versus when you did the show. Once again, you're trying to make two completely different things the same or, or different based on what you want us to believe. That's four different instances of where you cannot take, take accountability for the shit that you say being completely different from the shit that you say you intend for us to believe. And I am tired of it. Say whatever you want about your 14 friends. Say whatever you want about anything else. But what you will not do is do this type of bullshit when it comes to matters of racism. That's what I will not allow. And I will call you on it every single motherfucking time. I will not let it go. I will not let it go. Because at least... The audience can't stand your ass so that this shit will not become the narrative on what it is to interpret racism when it comes to millennials. Because I am a millennial and I don't agree with a goddamn fucking thing that you just said on this show. So with that being said, I'm going to close with this. Crystal... You need to do a hard ass look at yourself. If they invite you back, I don't want to hear you say a goddamn thing about you're still trying to get comfortable. You're still trying to figure it out. The reason why you're having such trouble becoming comfortable on camera and becoming around, becoming comfortable around this group of women is because you are too scared to become comfortable with yourself. You are too scared to become comfortable with yourself as a woman and you are too comfortable using insecurity and trauma as devices to get you through difficult situations and you need to grow the fuck up. You need to grow the fuck up and you need to realize that at the end of the day, you play a part in the situation that you're getting yourself into. Yes, trauma is real. Yes, racism is real. Yes, things are problematic, but the shit that you're talking about is not, is not it. It's not that. Because just as much as I can ride with you on violated being a perfectly okay term for what Sutton did to you, even though there was no intention behind what she did, the result of it was a violation to you because of your experience with your body and with sexual assault and with your eating disorder and with all of that. I can ride with you on that. I can ride with with you till the cows come home and defend you 100% on that. But what I can't do is defend when you sit here and say that Sutton said something that was problematic and dark, which will automatically leave the implications of being racist because you sit here and will not say what she said. But then when you are directly confronted and asked, did you want us to believe that she said something racist, you say no, and then try to push everything that you tried to create a narrative about, every single word that you pushed off about Sutton this season, you want to sit here and say that what she said was actually just the vibe of the conversation and she never actually specifically said anything dark. So what you're saying is that... Her, that you saying she said something problematic and then specifically saying there was nothing that she said that was dark or racist is the same thing? Think about that. Think about that. That's all I got.
All right, everybody, I just had to get that off of my chest. I haven't even finished watching the rest of the reunion yet, but I had to stop everything that I was doing because I feel like I couldn't let that go by without me saying something very specific and very direct. I feel like that conversation, that point, that narrative that I needed to debunk and that I needed to expound on, I didn't want that to just be a smaller point within a bigger conversation on HCU Roundup. I felt like that was important enough and I felt like it was prudent enough for me to make an entire emergency episode about it. Let me know what you all think about what I just said. Let me know what you all think Crystal will think about what I just said. Um... I want to clarify and make sure that I say this. What I am saying is not an attack on Crystal. I am not bashing Crystal. I am not sending hate to Crystal. I do not want any of you to send hate to Crystal. And I do not condone sending hate to Crystal. What I am doing is openly holding somebody accountable as another person of color to make sure that she understands that what she is doing is adding further complexities to the situation that she is trying to get us all to have an understanding on. But she doesn't seem to understand the situation herself. And she doesn't understand that what she is doing is further adding a negative plot point into this conversation. I do not want anybody to send any form of hate to her. I don't want anybody to read her. This isn't shade. I'm not bashing her. I'm not reading her. I am holding her accountable as a person. This is a very serious episode. Like, I, like there was nothing that I was joking about when I was speaking in this episode because I genuinely wanted to be very clear that I do not approve of any of the things that I covered in this episode and none of it was funny to me. None of it was funny and none of it was okay and none of it was cool. And as a person of color and as somebody who stands on soapboxes and waves the flag and holds the banners for all people of color and all oppression and all injustices, and I fight for all human rights. I will not sit here and allow the conversation around race to be convoluted. And that is exactly what I feel like Crystal's statements are doing. Do I feel like that is her intention? No. Do I feel like it's possible that it could be her intention? Yes. But I want to think better of her than that. So I'm going to believe that that is not what she means to do. And believe that she is just not ready to own that she uses her negative experiences as ways to maneuver through situations in life. She operates off of trauma. She operates off of negativity. She operates off of insecurity. Instead of standing up in her own traumas, owning them, pulling herself up by her bra straps and doing what, what, what the fuck she needs to do to move on and own those, and own those situations instead of being held captive by them. That is just my personal opinion. That is my personal belief. That is my personal observation. And I say that in love because I am somebody who has done the exact same thing. And it took me a very long time to realize that 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 that's what I was doing. And, And I was playing victim to my own traumas. 
I'm saying this as somebody who recognizes their own behavior in what Crystal did on this first part of the reunion. So, with that being said, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you took something impactful from it. I hope that you took the meaning and the true intention of what I was trying to convey in this episode. I hope that you learned something and I hope that you have a provocation to have a conversation about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from this type of perspective and from an educational perspective and not just from the shade or the reeds or the outfits or the mess or from the chic, if you will. I hope that this episode truly conveys what I mean when I say I want to dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. So, leave me a five-star rating. Leave me a review. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, Georgia Carolina. Georgia spelled like Georgia Smith, J-O-R-J-A. Carolina spelled like both states. Make sure you are are following the podcast on Instagram at Real Reality Realness and also follow the sister podcast that is launching this week, Housewives History with Megan and Cherie at Housewives History with MC on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Cherie Laveau. Follow my co-host Megan on Instagram at Real Housewives underscore Insta. And yeah. Make sure you guys leave me comments, reviews, all of those types of things. You can leave me all types of messages um, on Instagram, on YouTube, in my community tab, on the comments to my super chat videos, all of those things. So I will close with this. Make sure you guys always be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Cherie Laveau. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, love, love you, bye. Peace.